Welcome to the One Love, One Faith podcast, where we use the love of Christ and faith in His Word to navigate Christian living in the 21st century. Remember to follow us on social media at one love underscore one faith. Hey out there. Hello, everyone. My name is Camille. And I'm India. And this is the One Love, One Faith podcast. Yiddig! Well, guys, it is episode 75, capítulo 75. And what we're going to do is walk down memory lane just a little bit and go through some of the questions, some of the relationship questions that you guys have asked us over the past 18 months of the One Love, One Faith podcast. Third question is, how do you deal with a jealous partner? Ooh. I don't like that. You don't like, you don't like je- jealous partners? I don't like jealous partners. I don't like jealousy. Mm-hmm. I just think that it is just, it's just distasteful. Yeah. I don't like it at all. Well, I think we should consult the manual first to right. simply say, okay, what does God's word say about jealousy? So I found, I found a couple texts. That right. I that I that I thought kind of just told us what jealousy does. Mm-hmm. So Proverbs fourteen verse thirty says, "A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy or jealousy rots the bones." Right, it's really sure. not a healthy character trait at all. Absolutely, it eats away. Literally, it eats away at you. It's very stressful to be jealous. And then First Corinthians thirteen verse four. So you know that infamous my favorite. verse about love. It says right in there that yes, love is patient and love is kind. It does, does not, not envy. envy. Mm-hmm. It does not boast. It is not proud. So that's actually one of the traits that's not synonymous with love. And this, I wanted to say that sometimes jealousy, having someone feel jealous about your behavior or something that you do, does feel good sometimes. Okay, because it, it feels like it almost feels like love, but it's 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 deceptive. But it almost feels like, oh, he loves me. He don't want me to do this. He don't want me to go there. I gotta go change my I clothes. Mean. I gotta. Oh, he don't like when I talk to other people. And yeah, it feels good that someone thinks that much of you, right? But it is not love. It is jealousy. It is separate, and it is not. And it can be not very trait. scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it shouldn't be something that you just like glance over and be like, oh, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right. It can be scary because it can be, right, a pre-indication of problems down the road. Right. Um, when it becomes more serious and almost abusive, it's not just cute jealousy, right? Because there's there's a certain element. There's of, levels. Right. There's levels. Because there's a certain amount of jealousy where, you know, you might see someone Okay, friends, so someone walks up to your man, you know, a girl walks up to your man, you don't, you're, you sitting across, maybe you're at the store, you know, you're a couple, couple feet away, and someone walks up to him, and she's laughing, and she rubs her arm down his, you know, her hand down know. his arm. You're gonna be like, excuse me? I'm like, excuse me, miss? Right. You in my business? <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> right, I mean, that's like a healthy kind of, hey, that's mine, don't touch him like that. I mean, <laughs> there's levels of jealousy, right? That's like some innocent, okay. Okay. You should feel that way about your partner. You want to be the closest person to them in all aspects. Okay. I got that. So that's your little friend. Right. <laughs> Who was that? 
how you know her? Like, you know, there's... How do you know her from? <laughs> there's different levels. So, you know, yeah. there's that type of healthy, like, hmm. But you're not going to, like, stew about it all day or anything like right. that. Or confront him in an unhealthy way. But then there's... There, jealousy. There, there, there are some people extreme. out here that are extremely jealous. Mm-hmm. Want to know? Share your location. Where you at? Twenty four seven. Want to check your phone? Right. Like you were supposed to be here home an hour ago. Where where you been? Right. Right. We or don't. tries to create boundaries or like not just boundaries but rules as to oh well you shouldn't do this. You I don't ever do want to see yeah. you alone with a guy. I never want to see you doing this with a girl. Like shouldn't have a male companion know? friend. Right, you can feel what's, I hope you can feel what's healthy and unhealthy. Um, and also, too, I think we need to stop normalizing the fact that, oh, um, certain je- or certain jealousy type of, like, movement or certain type of behaviors mm-hmm. is, is, is love. Ugh, that irritates me. Mm-hmm. Y'all, go back and read 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Please go back and do that mm-hmm. because right. I Defined think love. so many times we th- that's that's misconstrued, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he loved me. Could he do that? He loved me, right? It's like, well, or is he struggling with his confidence? Or right. you know, this is actually unhealthy. Is it love or something else? And you know, also too, I think when the person when the person actually um when the person actually asks this question, I wanted to kind of see like, hey. Is this something that this person realized that he is doing? Because I think a lot of times we are not mindful of our actions right. are mindful of what internally who mm-hmm. we are as individuals. Right. And so when you have acknowledged the fact that, hey, you are a jealous person, how are you going to work on this to make sure that your relationship is as healthy and as functional as it should be? Right. Right. Exactly. Um, you don't just see it and be like, yeah, I'm jealous. And so what you going to do about it? Because now you, you're messing right. up my groove. As if that's the end. Like, I'm a jealous <laughs> right. person. So don't do A, B, and C. It's like, wait like, a second. Um, that, uh, first of all, that's, that's not a good trait. Right. <laughs> that's something to talk that about. we need to work on a little right. bit. Right. Right. So right. I think to having a discussion with your partner and talking about how his actions Mm-hmm. is either or her actions is either hindering your relationship from moving forward mm-hmm. or creating situations that may be um maybe um unhealthy for your relationship right and so i have some tips that yeah. i think will help well, both both sides so let's separate the sides so i have tips for overcoming jealousy if you are the jealous partner so like right. you said number 1 is recognizing that you have an issue with jealousy. Mm-hmm. And you have to find the source, okay? The source of that might come from self-esteem or confidence right. issues. Right. It might come from a learned behavior that, you, that you've that you learned that relationships are, an unhealthy way you've learned relationships to be. Or it can come from something your partner is doing that you need to, number two, communicate with them. Right. So there needs to be a conversation. Be open and honest about it, okay? It's not going to get better until you... Confront it. What are they doing that makes you feel this way? Mm-hmm. You should talk to them about it. And and I think also too, I think it's important for us to do our self evaluations mm-hmm. to kind of pinpoint and connect those things that create all those unhealthy or negative behaviors. Mm-hmm. We have to start confronting all these things that can be not only detrimental to our relationships but also our friendships. Yes, yes. 
Because right. a reason why you might be jealous is that trust is broken and you need to talk to that person. Maybe they did something in the past and now you're finding it difficult to trust, which makes you jealous when you view their interactions with other people. So you need to talk about that. Right. And my, I think the third tip is don't play games about it. Like, be mature about it. Because I know that sometimes we have, like, this tit-for-tat mentality. You're yeah. like, oh, you're going to do that with him? Okay. I got something for you. Watch this. And you try to make the other that person not... experience the emotion that you're feeling. But that almost always just leads to misunderstandings and hurt. And mistrust. Makes it worse. Right. right. And more mistrust. So right. the best thing to do is first recognize it within yourself, what's going on, and then communicate with your partner about what's going on. Right. We're right. We're right. Right. Um... And and I and I and and we cannot stress this enough about the healthy conversations that we should be having in our in our relationships. Mm-hmm. Cannot stress that enough. Right. We have to start having these conversations. Be open, not be defensive, because a lot of times people don't like to be here. Don't like to hear about themselves or some of the things that people notice about them. Mm-hmm. Extremely defensive when it comes to that. So if you have a partner or a relationship that you cannot be open and transparent about, eh. And that's an issue. Red flag. <laughs> Colorblind is you. <laughs> it's a red right. flag. No facts though. Right. Facts, 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 facts. And if you're the person who's experiencing the jealousy, so if you're the supporting partner, make sure you're available to discuss it with them when they're ready to communicate about it. Listen right. to how they feel. Don't just immediately jump to, you know, to be, oh, wait, to be so defensive. Don't yeah. immediately jump to that place. Um, communicate with them and if necessary if they're healthy then help create with them a plan or boundaries to set in place to to both you know help to help both of you right go go further right be understanding but also be firm in explaining why they shouldn't be jealous try showing more affection to them mm-hmm. you know to calm their fears about it but i don't know if everyone's gonna like my last tip but my last tip is hey if you're not married and the jealous behavior, the unhealthy jealous pattern continues, and it seems like you guys can't have healthy conversations about dip. it, it's not being addressed, it's not being fixed, then dip. dip. Break up. Dip. Because yeah. that is not healthy. Yeah. Period. It's dip. not healthy. If, 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 like I said, if you cannot sit down and talk about some of the issues that are in your relationship, it's pointless. Where are you going to go? If you can't have relation, if you can't have healthy conversation about your relationship Mm -hmm. how are you going to address those issues how are you going to move forward how are you going to work on it how are you going to improve on it Mm -hmm. it's going to be a constant cycle of you dealing with somebody's insecurities because of what they are dealing with internally Mm -hmm. right so if you are the person who is jealous how about talking to your partner on how they can help you with overcoming these issues right and pray (laughs) right and always pray right Right. Mm -hmm. so y'all we cannot normalize these behaviors. No, Absolutely no. not. And I'm I'm saying break up in the sense where it's not it's not getting better. You're trying. Yeah. You've tried and the person it just has an unhealthy pattern of behavior. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If your relationship seems to be growing apart, mm-hmm. meaning things are not what they used to be, do you think it's best to let go or do you still try to fix it? Mm. Especially if it's been an ongoing thing. That's what, that's what someone in the One Love Nation asked. Right. Um, I, think, I, think, I think 
everything happens yo like for for us or for at least for 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 me mm-hmm. i think everything happens with discussion right it is seeing these things and not be like man she acting funny i'm not even going to talk to her and it's her like uh-uh, i don't know what he's talking about like i'm not talking to him right <laughs> it's 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 more of seeing these things and because you want your relationship to work and because you love your partner mm-hmm. how do we sit down and talk about what exactly it is yo i'm feeling some type of way like i don't feel the way i felt um right be- previously mm-hmm. yo like this is and, and and i love you and i want this to work right yeah. remember we talked about this this the therapy technique about looking back looking forward mm-hmm. what is it that attracted you to your partner mm-hmm. right what is it that you found attractive from the get go do you if it was something that hey he was somebody who was trustworthy and pr- he was a protector and he 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 cared about your your, your needs and mm-hmm. your wants and all those do you still see that same person today right right mm-hmm. and can if you don't do you think that you ever be able to see that person like that mm. right yeah what can you what can that person do to help you to change or to to get that back right right mm-hmm. I think there's so many discussions that we can be having with our partners in our relationships Mm -hmm. and we don't take the necessary opportunities to do that because we allow pride to get in the way yeah healthy communication we say it i think we've mentioned it on every answer we cannot healthy communication is so important um i think before we go further with the answer we should say maybe we need to separate married versus unmarried which Mm, we will always do because Because it's just a fact that married is a bond that a dating relationship doesn't have to worry about. So marriage is something where we're always going to say pray. We're always going to say try harder. Find counseling. Find the solution. You are bound to this person. You made a covenant under God. Let's fix the problem. So that should always be the first go-to. It will always be our first go-to answer because marriage we take marriage seriously. seriously so in that regard if you're going apart in a marriage stop identify the issue get it fixed now right. if you're unmarried <laughs> i think there's a little bit of different perspective because yeah. i feel like i was I, I feel like i answered a previous question and said break up um and i hate to sound so negative um twice in in an episode <laughs> but you are not tied to this person you're not obligated to stay bottom either. line you have freedom and so what you're experiencing might be a sign to cut ties i mean still pray about it still weigh the pros and cons but i just want to emphasize that when you are unmarried there shouldn't be this immense feeling of i have to make this work because you don't you don't there is no covenant under god so don't ignore signs of a dead relationship but if you've identified the problem you're communicating and you want to fix it i think that we can walk through some ways of um finding the issue and then growing together Mm -hmm. again so um you could be like uh what's her name marie kondo does this person spark joy no i'm just joking don't do that (laughs) why not (laughs) Does this person spark joy in your life? No. Um, I mean, it's not going to be that simple as picking up an item in your house and asking you that question. Right. But I still um, I still think you should think about that. Do you like this person? Like, mm-hmm. love is one thing, but do you like do them? You do like you see them? a future with them? Why are you feeling like you're growing apart? Find find that reason. Right? Right. Is it that um, this person used to um, be more affectionate, used to um take home flowers mm-hmm. used to make sure that you're good check up on you text you in the daytime like what is it that you 
that your partner is not doing that they used to do before or that allowed you to feel that they're not performing what they, what they used to perform. Right. Right. Um, and are you feeling um, as if leaving is an option because you don't see a future with them? Because or, or are you staying because you're just trying to keep the peace and avoid the mess of a breakup? There's lots of, or I think, questions. Over. Right. Or you're afraid of starting Facts. over. There's lots of questions to ask yourself to identify what is this reason why I don't feel as close? And is it something that I want to put the time in to save? Or can it be? Can it be saved? Mm-hmm. I also want to say that I think, I can't really say I can't say that this is like a hard and fast rule. It's just my personal opinion. If you're in that state, because the, the person said it's been an ongoing thing. And for me, if you're in this state of, you're dating, mind you, dating, unmarried, and you're in this stage of, I don't know, are we coming? Are we going? Are we together? Are we going to work? Oh, right. I don't know if things are working. And you're That's in that phase for 10 months, 11 months, over a year. I think that it's like, okay. Maybe it's time. <laughs> Maybe it's time to let go. Because when you go through that process for too long of a time, it can wear away at the foundation of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And like you said, looking back at what this person was to you in the past, you lose sense of that when you're in this stage for an extended period of time. time. Yeah. So you might want to just look at everything and say, you know what, it might be healthy or for both of us to walk away. And you know, to also too, I think we have to make sure that we're verbalizing these things because sometimes we could be feeling some way and our partner is like head over heels. He is in love. He don't see what is going on. She don't see what is going on. She don't see no problems. Perfectly fine. She, exactly. Right. They think it's his perfect. That's why you and have over here to struggling, communicate. At, when you feel something, tell your partner, oh, hey, I'm, I'm in the danger zone. I'm not, I'm feeling empty i'm not feeling loved i have a problem because if you let that go on and go on that's when you have these yeah so i think our tips are create a list of pros and cons um ask yourself serious questions like am i are you physically unsafe in the relationship because then that's a whole nother ball game but are your dreams or plans unsafe does your partner make you feel inadequate are your needs being met and have you tried everything to save it and depending on the answers to that I think you'll be, and of course, once again, prayer, you will be led to, um, to the right to option. Yeah. To and I'm what. sorry if you're going through that. I know it doesn't feel good to be stuck in a place of, Ugh, is this yeah. going to work? Should I leave? Should I stay? It's not a good place to feel. Um, it's not a good place to be. So yeah. I hope that um, if you're out there in the One Love Nation and you're struggling with that, um, please pray about it. Ask yourself the questions. Do the work. Right. How do you have a conversation about sex with someone you see yourself with long term without it getting raunchy or heading into that direction? Mm. And, you know, in the past, we have encouraged people to have these conversations. We show have Before marriage. Mm -hmm. So this person is asking, how do you do that without it, you know, getting raunchy? I guess I think I think when it comes to like waiting and when it comes to um you know discussing celibacy and and being able to be celibate and still having these conversations I think a lot of people are having like an imbalance and they're trying to find a balance right mm-hmm. we've always encouraged people to find someone who is on the same page as you are right so there they are 
abstaining just the same. They understand why it's important for you guys to abstain or be celibate, whichever word you want to call it. Okay, right. cool. Mm-hmm. Right. When they understand that, right. And I think when, when they understand, okay, let's have this discussion. They know it's not coming from a place where, Ooh, yo, we're going to talk about sex. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> no, it's right. coming from a, 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 like a, what do you call it? Like a place, right. Mm-hmm. Where I am saying, I think that we're going to get serious and because we're, we're, we're getting to that place, we need to talk about these things. We need to talk about the likes and dislikes. We need to talk about, hey, um, are you expecting this? Are you into this? Are yeah. you into that? You know, I think we don't have enough transparent conversations. And I think that's why there's a lot of like, oh, I didn't know you were into that. You know, <laughs> I think there's a lot of things that can be avoided, right. you know? If we have those discussions. Yeah, I think by this question, I think the person is saying that they're pretty much getting into the specifics of, you know, details yeah. of, of sex, which makes me feel like that's a later conversation. So early on, I think the sexual conversation is what your boundaries are, mm-hmm. you know, where you are, whether or not you're celibate, etc. That's the early conversation. Right. So by the time you are worried about, the deep content or it going, you know, and going completely wrong or south or getting raunchy or inappropriate, then I think you're talking about like some real heavy detail stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it's later on, like mm-hmm. you're committed to this person and now you want to know more to make the marriage choice. So for me, I don't, I don't think that if, if you're, if your timing is right, I don't think you have to worry about that part of it because mm-hmm. you already know that you're on the same path and you're all, and you're doing this in an informational way. However, if things right. do turn that way or let's say, see, the word raunchy is so specific, okay? <laughs> so for me, that that sounds like immature, you know, kind of a thing. So if it does go that way, yeah. I think that's a red flag. Yeah. And it might mean the person is really not on the path with you that you thought they were on. Mm. But if it just gets or, you know, on, on the contrary, if you're just saying that it kind of gets hot and heavy in a lust right. type of way, mm-hmm. then, you know, okay, maybe... Maybe you need to address it in a different way or do it in little bits and pieces Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't get too hot and heavy with your (laughs) intentions. Right. Or raunchy, as you put it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, if that's happening, it's either too early or it's a red flag, I think. Right. And I think also we can, you can, you have the power to say, hey, um, let's just like redirect. Okay. You you probably get into a little bit excited. Let's just like (laughs) chill out, calm down, or let's say, hey, let's have have this discussion another time, or let's start. Even if we, if your partner forgets the boundaries, revisit the boundaries that you guys set before. Yeah. Um, and talk about, hey, remember why we're doing this? It's not necessarily because you know, oh, we just want to just wait until after marriage. Yeah. It's legit because there's a relationship with God. And you're honoring God. And I think when your partner understands that and you're on the same page, it just makes it more easier, mm-hmm. right? I think we go into these different situations with people who are not necessarily, who don't understand our vision and bec- are, don't understand why we do the things that we do. Right. And we expect them to live up to these things. Mm-hmm. But they, they don't understand. They don't, there's not a, they're not about it. So right. we right. can't expect them to 
have the same expectations that we have. They're not on the same path. We're not on right. the same path. And if you're asking about how do you, as in literally, how do you bring it up, then you just got to jump right in and say what it is. Like, you just have to say, hey, this is a concern of mine, and I think it's really healthy relationship behavior for us to discuss this. True that. Just just bring it up. Gems. Girl or guy, just bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> right. You got to attack it head on, because not, what's not going to change is our opinion that you should talk about it, because we think you should. Absolutely. So, yeah. Get it done. True that. <laughs> it's always, you know, I always thought about like, oh, how do you approach this? But it's, I think even if you have to schedule to be like, hey, so I, so we're talking about what our future. Yeah. Us, how about we discuss today? Let's talk about like our sexual expectations. Yeah. You know, that could be a, something that's right. like that can weigh heavily on our marriages. You see a lot of people talking about, yo, you don't give me enough. Oh, you don't give me enough. <laughs> right. You know, and I think that, you know, if we talk about these things and we see so many different couples, like talk about the struggles of like sexual, you know, mm-hmm. pleasures and what have you. I think that we can also learn from others. Be like, oh, this is probably something we need to discuss because I ain't about that life. Right. I don't have those I'm not problems. built for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You should feel comfortable talking to them about it. Yeah. What's the next question, friend? The next one is, is it okay to go on a friendly date with your ex? Or if your partner is still friends with their ex, how would that make you feel? Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Um, why? Why? Okay. We both did the same We. Why would they ask us this, friend? Okay. Do you know why Arinthia and I personally, we both personally struggle with this concept of well okay this is what happens right i think you struggle with it more than i do you think so maybe okay this this hold up go ahead go ahead okay <laughs> there's there's a there's an area that's really close to this question right? right which is like hanging out with the opposite sex um while you're in a relationship and you and i and um have male best friends and so mm-hmm. um this is always like a real interesting topic for us right. because we're like hey now wait a second <laughs> uh, we have male best friends we obviously we spend time with them but um so we can't have biases when it comes to that right, right? <laughs> but the bottom line is that everything has to be done with respect yes with respectfulness you know like to your yes. partner like you have to you have to know where they stand on that yes. and so is it okay to go on a friendly date with your ex i mean if you're friends with your ex, I don't have a, I don't see a problem with that. Right. Maintaining a friendship. We say people are in your life for a season or for a particular reason. Once you discover that reason and you're not in a, a romantic relationship now, mm-hmm. does that mean you can't be their friend? Of course not. But if you're in a relationship with someone new, then obviously there has to be boundaries that you guys have agreed upon yeah. and it all needs to be respectful interactions. So when you say friendly date, I mean, I personally discourage you like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. spending a late evening dinner and intimate yeah. time alone with that person yeah. or maybe you have an agreement with your with your um with your partner or spouse or you know boyfriend or girlfriend that you know you don't spend alone time with the opposite sex i mean i don't mm-hmm. know what you're going to work out with yeah. your person but whatever you have worked out needs to be specific boundaries about that mm-hmm. 
How would I feel if my if my uh, partner was still friends with their ex? I'm okay with that because I have one relationship. It's only worked one time. Yeah. But I'm friends with an ex and I get it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem with them being friends. Now, there has to be a respectful interaction between him Fox. and his ex, though. Fox. Right? Fox. I agree. 100%. I think the only thing I'm going to say about this topic is I think we share the same view in terms of like, if your ex does not respect your relationship, you probably need to evaluate what is more important to me. Is my relationship more important or exactly. is the friendship with my ex more important? Mm-hmm. That's what you have to decide for yourself. And also, how does your ex, how does your current partner feel about you hanging out with your ex? Is he like, yeah, I'm straight or is she like, yeah, that's okay. Or yeah, you got to figure out what, how they feel about that. Mm-hmm. One thing I would say about this though, is sometimes we tend to, because of the the intimacy that we share and i'm not talking about sexually but because of like the experiences that we share sometimes we tend Mm -hmm. to want to keep a person in our lives and sometimes we have to be careful of like the message that we're sending because not only is it like not good for our emotional well-being sometimes Mm -hmm. but i think also sometimes it can prevent us from moving into the direction that god wants us to go in because we're so hell-bent on keeping this person in our lives and so because we're holding because you're holding this spot that somebody else is supposed to be god is trying to make provision for you to do something else but because you're still stuck on this one person you are holding up that blessing because you're not you're not ready to let go of this one thing Mm -hmm. so just be careful on what is the relationship status is there a clear understanding that you guys are completely friends? There's no ulterior motive. Like, I was just going to say that. Right. The motive of both parties. Right. Because you might just be like, oh, yeah, yeah we're just, just chilling. chilling. Somebody else has a whole different thing. But your ex is not just chilling. Yeah. He's using that as a, he or she might be using it as a like, way. Or like, yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm exactly. to get back her. And I'm now your partner back. is feeling like, wait. I mean, and I've also had guys that are like, no, I don't want you talking to your ex. Like, flat, like there's no, like, no. There's no so there's girl. people out there that are yeah. like, oh, no. That's I don't see why work. you need to be talking to them. Yeah. I mean. Hey, like we said, what <laughs> you works for you works, works for you. Right. Find what works with your partner. But, right. <laughs> but yeah, motive. I like what you said because motive is important. Absolutely. What do you think about open relationships? What do I like? Am I giving my personal opinion on what or just yes, you know what? Your personal opinion hey. about open relationships. If, well, first, I guess let's define it. I mean, I think everyone knows, but right. let's define what we're answering. So, so, so open relationship. I mean, yeah. it comes in various forms. I feel like some people are like two people are exclusively dating, but they will invite other people into their relationship and make it either. Um, like a polyamorous relationship mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, some people are just like free spirited. So you're dating this person, but you're not exclusive, but you're still dating other people as well. So I feel like mm, it, it comes in various forms. Do I believe in it? Absolutely not. No, I don't. No, I don't believe okay, in it. That's very clear. Right? Yes. And also spiritually, it's wrong. Spiritually, it is it's wrong. And I feel like, you know what I've realized is that a lot of times we feel like today, I feel like Christians sometimes I've, I watched this, <laughs> I watched this, this, um, this video 
And I feel like because some people are successful that they kind of like sugarcoat the truth in like, oh, they're not, they don't want to be direct. They'll, they'll rather say, you I'm evolving when it comes to that thought, thought process. You know, even when yeah. the Bible clearly says that it's wrong. Right, oh, no, right, I'm, right. I'm evolving. What are you evolving to? Anyways. No, guys, I believe that it's wrong. I feel like we have to honor the word of God. And I, and I feel like, no. Right. We're, we're, we're supposed to have one partner. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Did you, did mm-hmm. you remember? Yeah. If you're in an open relationship, right? You're yeah. not tracking what everybody else does, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're talk about sexual partners here. Yeah. So you are talking to Tyrone. Tyrone is talking to Shaquisha. Shaquisha is talking to Montreal. It's just a whole cycle. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think this is, it's spiritually unhealthy, but also like, medically no that's 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 not that's not good for your health like you can't be like yeah health wise can't be out here just having people just random hookups no that's mm -mm. okay well you know i don't know polyamory and open relationships it's you know they're buzzwords today things that people are really doing um that's just true though yeah they really are now like it but it can be very structured unlike what you just said like it can be like oh you have to we both have to approve the person or i have to know who you who it is i have to meet them or or maybe i don't meet them but i have to know what you did with them like people are very ordered they can be very ordered and structured about a little bit of confusion i mean i think it's confusion i'm gonna answer it from a personal perspective and then from a spiritual spiritual okay so personally i don't like to share personally personally she don't like to share yeah like i i don't have time no no <laughs> now this is different than dating multiple people you know what i'm saying like yeah. remember how when we were talking about dating you know and getting you know getting to know people that i i believe it's okay to talk to multiple people to date mm-hmm. one person on tuesday go on another day on thursday and you know do it all at once and you know no, um what's it called narrow it down whatever mm-hmm. That's, well, that's different. Not exclusively dating, though. exactly. Right. For me, we are in a relationship, and you or I want to still see other people. I can't deal. Like I personally cannot. I'm. I don't like sharing, and I'm a little jealous. And all of your extra time is mine. Like I don't. I don't want to share. No. Okay. So we heard our personal view. Yes. No, thank you. It's not for me. Um. Now, I guess spiritually, yeah, I, I think it's dangerous that way, and. If you are um, being in sexual relationships with all those partners, and I agree with you, it's sexually and health-wise, it's just unhealthy and um, unsafe. But even if you're not, I still feel like, what's your goal here? You know, are you perpetually, you're just going to do that forever? And then don't get me started on like, like an open marriage. That definitely isn't what God has prescribed for us as far as, being with, you know, being united with your mate and then having another party. The only third party in your marriage is God, yeah. not, you know, other people. Do you feel like those people who invite people, do you think they will ever be satisfied with their partners? Because, I mean, technically, it could be an issue where they're just not satisfied with their, the partner that they have. And they're like, well, I need something else to spice it up. Should, they, should that be the person that they settle down with, though, if they have to go outside of... Well, do we prescribe to the belief that a person can be 100% of what you need? No. No, we don't. I don't. 
but there's that whole 80 20 rule but but that doesn't mean you can like get 40 percent from mark and 30 percent from john and then look for someone like i i don't think so and i don't think it's healthy i mean i i do believe that there is no one that that has 100 percent what you're looking for but i think that the the parts that you do feel like yes it is worth settling down with that person to build i think that that should suffice for the missing parts but that probably is not the thought process for people who are in polyamorous relationships Mm -hmm. i i want to know the thought process i'm curious I really am. I mean, it's really promoted as like new age and and yeah, you know, age. you know what I'm saying? Like, like a like we're we've evolved into people that understand that I simply cannot be everything she needs. That's how I hear it when they when uh, they talk about it. I but I think as it. Christians, I definitely don't think that that's the goal in our in our love lives or or in our marriages. I don't think that's the goal. So that's what I personally think about them. Oh, um. That's what I personally think about open relationships. I don't know. Polyamory is a very, it's interesting and very odd to me. Very. Um, but hey, we're all God's children and I, Mind you. I love them. I'm not Fox. judging someone who chooses polyamory as a lifestyle. I'm simply saying that as a Christian, I don't want to pursue it. I don't believe it's what God has designed for, right. for and my love sh- life. Or as marriage. Christians, we can't subscribe to it either. Right. Um, but do we do we love the individuals? Of course, but the act, the sin, we 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 don't support. I don't understand that's, it. That's, I definitely don't understand it. But you know, that's why. Hey, so that's our take on open relationships. Thanks right. for challenging us. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Next Wait. question friend mm-hmm. after dating for how long should you consider lending money to your partner what precautions should you take Ooh, the money question the money question the money question the money question okay so this is a touchy subject right but i actually think you shouldn't like merge finances for sure um, while dating and then um, as far as lending money I don't think you should do it too early in a relationship I also feel like you shouldn't feel that comfortable asking you know um, too early in a relationship and it's not about being the weird (laughs) right it's not about being the man or the woman it's just like I don't know it's strange so early in a relationship and I think if you decide to do so, you should follow the rule that, you know, that 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 unwritten rule that's out there with your friends as well is like never give someone more money than you than you're prepared to never get back kind of a thing, you know. Um mm-hmm. I know we, I know that you are that we're supposed to trust our partners and be able to trust them, but money kind of complicates yeah. things, right? And it can cause resentment when things don't go the way that they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it, but I think the precautions to take is not to do it too early, um, to monitor the amount that you're doing, and to really make sure you understand, you know, what's happening and why they why they need it and I don't know. I'm more willing to give something than, you know, someone who's like constantly like, oh, hey, I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. I don't know. Everyone has to do it on their own kind of, what do you call that? They have to determine for themselves. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I think it is a little dangerous too early. Too early on. Yeah. If it's too early, I'm going to look at you weird. Unless it's like a, it's an emergency. I'm like, okay, I understand that. But to come and ask me, hey, can I borrow like a couple hundred dollars um, until I get paid on Friday? Just don't sound right. And I also feel like for me, I honestly feel very weird. Um, And I have a, like, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I do have a bad um habit of lending money i do i'm not even gonna lie to you um but i want to get out of that honestly i want (laughs) to just because i feel as if i i feel as if i i i can get too comfortable and i don't want to like you said like don't lend out money that you are going to probably miss if you don't get it back and trust me i've lent money that i'm that I probably miss if if I didn't get it back, but also too I feel like there people have um, created this awkward thing of you saying hey can I borrow five hundred dollars until Friday and then three Fridays pass and you haven't heard anything about your five hundred dollars but at the same time you're not a person who likes to go back and ask back for your five hundred dollars and so you have to wait and you haven't said anything to the other person about the money you borrowed and mm-hmm. it just creates a weird weird atmosphere weird right. energy that I don't like so I feel like if you're going to no, I feel like we should just all be considerate and just feel like I just I don't know. Dating is very weird to ask for money. I've unless you have been dating for a very long time. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't I wouldn't advise anyone who is dating to have joint account. I feel like all of that should come when you're married. Lending money is very tricky. You know what I mean? Money is very tricky. I just feel like. You should do whatever makes you comfortable. There's no right or wrong answer to this. I would advise you not to. But there's no right or wrong answer to. Yeah. Right. My <laughs> fear is not point. protecting either that new relationship or your relationship. You know, because and really being careful that you don't overextend yourself in what you lend out. Because like True. I said, so often things don't go the way they're supposed to. And then all of a sudden you've overextended yourself. You're in trouble. Now there's resentment. Now there's, you know, it's just, it's real touchy yeah. with money, you know, very it touchy. Is. So be really careful about, about what you decide in that area. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Hope you enjoyed the little refresher on some of the questions you sent in that we really enjoyed answering. Keep sending them in. There will be more Love Zone Weeks. There will be more relationship Q&As. And we can't thank you enough, One Love Nation, for this milestone of our 75th episode. We're on the way. We're getting so close to two years. And we love and appreciate each and every one of you. A la próxima vez. Gracias por escuchar. Peace.
Hey, One Love Nation. Thanks for listening to the One Love, One Faith podcast. We love our listeners and we hope you'll join us again next week. Please share the One Love, One Faith podcast and always remember that each day is an opportunity to show his love and grow your faith.